Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker, and this is going to be Joker's Wild, where I answer questions from you guys out there in the community, and hopefully it'll help some of you other guys that are in the same place. I'm going to skip any visuals for this one. This is going to be more like a, I guess you'd call it like a YouTube cast. So if you're, uh, if you want to do something else in the meantime, just relax and enjoy the episode. First letter I'm going to read tonight, and uh, we'll talk about a bit, is from Pale Horse. He says, uh, Joker, I have a lot of concerns and a very messy life that has left me or let me to where I am. And if I'm honest, the daily pain is becoming unmanageable, but I'm still taking forward steps. And above all, I don't want to be a weak millennial victim. I seek counsel. I won't bombard you with my life story, but suffice to say that currently my experience has left me feeling unwanted, weak, ugly, and useless. I am a neat no education, employment, or training, and I've been trying to better myself through hobbies, study, and going to the gym for the first time in my life, almost two years now, but not really buff yet. If you want details, I can always divulge more, and I'd feel less alone, helpless, and isolated too if I had someone to actually help guide me. All right, the first thing we'll we'll talk about here um, is a lot of times um, and this is something that I talk about with young millennial men that I think happens to them a lot, is that it's very hard that you haven't, and I don't know your circumstances, but I can say a lot of young guys don't get any guidance by men in the community. You know, when you go back and you look at some of the first, um, back in uh, 1911, and then of course subsequently in 1944, we had both of the conflicts with Germany, and uh, uh you had young men that were signing up to enlist and they were trying to get in at the age of uh, 16, 17, even though the enlistment age was 18. Fast forward now to the joke about possibly getting in a conflict with um, some of the countries now and, and, and putting in the draft and everybody's joking about uh, how all of a sudden women, women don't want equality because they don't want to be drafted. And young men say, I can't even cook, let alone uh, you know, go off to battle. So you can see that that just in the ninety or so years difference between the two, the two events, a lot of young guys have changed, and that's because they don't have men to help guide them. First of all, let me let me touch on the first part that you said here that you feel unwanted. This is something that you're going to have to understand that if you. Uh, What's a good example? I had a very good friend and we had ridden motorcycles together for a couple of years and he got in an accident and he's no longer with us. He was in a motorcycle accident. He went too fast around a corner and he high sided and he ended up hitting a tree and that was the end of him. And during that week, a lot of friends were saying, oh, you know, let's remember all the good things about him and he'll always be close to our hearts and, and uh, we really should be careful when we're riding motorcycle like this because bad things can happen. And then a week later, they went back out. And I never ride fast. I'm too smart and I'm not brave enough or I don't want to go down and, and get messed up like he did. But a week later, they were off riding the same way they always have. And, and they kind of forgot all about him and what he went through and, and all their promises to maybe be a little bit more careful that all went out the window. So the truth is, even if whether you feel wanted or unwanted, uh, no one really matters that much. Not you, not me, not anybody else. And I know that doesn't 
give you warm, fuzzy feelings inside that you're special and you're awesome and you're unique and everybody loves you. That's not the way it is for, for men in this world. And it's really not the way it is for anybody. So feeling unwanted, you'll, you'll just have to get over that. That's not something that um, the only people that can make you feel wanted are loved ones and friends. Um, if you, if you want, but, but again, even friends don't, their, their love is only, it's only so good. So I would say if you want to feel important to people, then make good friends and be close to them. But as far as feeling uh, weak and ugly and useless, that's your own perception of yourself. Okay. Now, physical weak and mentally weak are two completely different things. And ugly is just a perception. But I, I want you to think of it this way, you know, to a man that has one eye and he lost his other eye, he can feel very down about life. But the expression is a man that has one eye is a God among the blind. In other words, if somebody loses two eyes, they wish they had one eye. But to the person that has one eye, he wishes he had two. Someone always has it worse off than you. And when I tra- traveled, I've seen a lot of people struggling with a lot of real big problems. So first say to yourself, if you have a roof over your head, if you have the means to uh, feed yourself and and uh, you have water and you're warm at night, okay, your basic needs are met. So to to feel useless is, again, this is just something that's weighing on you, but it's not the truth. No one is, is useless, okay? First thing you have to do is start finding some, some self-love, and I'm going to try to help you with that here. So uh, next you write, I have energy and desire, but without direction and utter f- uh, and the utter failure to ever connect with women, I feel unable to go on much longer. And as much as I want to trust, my trust has been vi- violated severely, so I will be vague for now, but I want to trust you because you seem genuine. Okay, so you don't need a woman to have direction. And if you require a woman to have direction, you require a woman to make you feel wanted, or not useless, or attractive, or strong, the opposites of all the things you say, no one can give that to you. Not a woman, not family, not friends. That's something you have to find within yourself. The only way you can ever find that within yourself is by going through hardship and coming out the other end. You know, the the people, if you look at um, people that have had an easy life, those that have um, come into money that are popular, um, that are movie stars or mu- musicians. A lot of them deal with uh, substance problems, and it's because they're not happy. It's because even though they have money and they're popular, and women are attracted to them, and they they can do anything that they want to in life, it doesn't guarantee happiness. A lot of them um, have substance problems. I mean, you look at John Belushi, or excuse, yeah, John Belushi. Uh, you know, you look at. Um, uh, the lead singer of The Doors. I forget his name now off the top of my head. <laughs> It'll come to me about as soon as I move on from this. Uh, you look at Amy Winehouse. You look at uh, Kurt Cobain. You look at so many people that have lost their themselves in the late 20s. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know, all these people had everything that you could ever ask for, yet they were they felt alone and they were unhappy because they were empty inside. So the first thing I'll tell you is nothing outside of your own person can ever make you feel better about yourself. Because let's say a woman comes into your life 
and instead of feeling unwanted, weak, ugly, and useless, as you say, all of a sudden you're wanted, uh, you feel strong, you feel important, you feel attractive, you feel needed and wanted. All of a sudden, everything is wonderful, and you feel awesome. Life is really good. Now, what happens when she walks away? What happens if she breaks up with you? What happens if she leaves you? All of a sudden, everything that you had leaves you as well. So the you can never find what you're looking for in another person, and you're not in a place to date right now. You know, you state here, I personally really want a girlfriend. I never had one, but I want to build my own healthy family. Do you think this is possible for me to ever have? And if so, how do I get there? Well, you've got to be in a really good place by yourself. Or the problem is you're going to attract the wrong type of person. You're going to be needy. You're going to be clingy. And you're going to scare anybody off that that comes into your life. So as I say before, you've got to work on yourself. Now, how do you work on yourself? Well, first thing you need to do is you say you have no education, employment, or training. And, and you mentioned this in the next paragraph. I'll get there. But you need to find something that you're passionate about. Don't just get a job to get money. Too many people do that. I mean, you have to have a job to be able to support yourself. But that's not going to, um, that's not going to necessarily be your long-term goal. At one point in time after I left the military, I had to wash dishes for minimum wage. And I had my elbows up to grease for eight hours a day at a restaurant. That wasn't going to be my forever a job to be sure, but I had to pay for my car payments and I had to be able to pay for gas and my third of the rent because I, I had a place with a couple other guys that I rented. So you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills, but then you have to figure out what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? What will make you happy? What makes you excited? Now, if you say, well, I just play video games all day. Well, you know, you're going to have a tough time making a career out of that, but it is possible. But start reaching out for things that you're a little bit passionate about. If you like like working with wood, go into carpentry. If you're if you like sciences or things like that, become an electrician. You can get some education. You can get on the job training. And one of the first things that you can always uh, sign up for is to become if you work on a construction site. Now you might be the guy lugging around bricks, but there will more than likely be an opportunity for you to start learning some things. And it may take a couple of years, but you start learning how to run different equipment, how to do different things. I just use this as an example, but you have to start chasing after something that you enjoy doing. And then you've got your at least enough money to take care of yourself and you're doing something you love. You've already said you're going to the gym, so you're fit improving yourself physically. The next thing you need to do is get out and get friends. Get out in the social world. Once you have a couple of friends and, and buddies that you can hang out and talk to, that's going to help you as well. You know, then now you've you've kind of don't feel alone so much. You won't feel unwanted. Uh, you won't feel useless because you're being productive with a job. You're bringing in money. And then make a plan. What are you going to do with that money? Are you going to save it? Do you want to buy a home? Do you want to travel? Do you want to save for an education? You have to have a goal. Because if you don't have a goal, whether you need a short-term goal and a long-term goal. So if you don't have any goals and you're just working and you're going home and you go to the gym and you go home and you go to bed at night, you're going to find you don't have any you don't have any direction you're just floating you're just you're just being here to be here and that's that's not what you want to do so you've got to pick a short-term goal and a long-term goal short-term goal get a good job get something you enjoy doing and your long-term goal is working towards what you want to do for a career your short-term goal go into the gym like you're doing now 
but pick instead of just going to the gym and doing something, how about I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to gain five pounds of muscle or I'm going to lose five or 10 pounds of fat. Make that your goal and then step on the scale every day, learn about diets and work towards it. Okay. That's going to help you in the long run because it's going to give you purpose. The other thing that will really help you is just be interactive with other people. It doesn't mean you have to go out to the bar. It doesn't mean you have to go out and and knock back cold ones to do it. I go into pool halls and shoot all night long with friends and never sip anything but a Diet Coke. You don't have to involve certain things, but you need hobbies. So, you know, whether whether your hobby is something that's relatively cheap or it's free, uh, you can do that as well. Find something, again, that you're passionate about. Once you start filling in these things, you're going to become somebody that someone wants to spend time with. Think about it now. You say, I personally want to, I really want a girlfriend and I never had one. But what do you offer a girlfriend? You, you, know, you, you don't have anything to bring to the table. It's something we talk oftentimes that what do women bring to the table? Not too much in, in many cases. Not in all cases, but in many cases. So you need to bring something more to the table. You do this by bettering yourself financially, getting out, meeting people, being socially comfortable with people, getting some skills, all right? Um, let me read down a little further here so I can, I can touch more on this. You say, the other question is a contingent upon the answer to the previous, I suppose. I don't know where to even get counsel to ask basic questions to have a goal, but where does one go to find out what jobs are good paying and don't require 10 years of college and debt, and how do I get properly trained to do them? I have the desire and a meaningful place in life and to feel good about earning my own money and and proud to say what I do for a living. But while there are plenty of top five articles on on vague lists of jobs that earn well, to me, learn to weld as a meme at this point doesn't really help me know who to go to and actually uh, who to go to in order to actually do it or some of these other good jobs that I hear ghostly whispers of from time to time that are in desperate need of new blood. Who do I talk to? I feel like I have no in and I'm a ghost in society and I'm desperate. So, and I understand, again, I'll, I'll let me relate a little bit of my story along this line to kind of show you how things can work out. You know, when I got out of the military, I was a law enforcement officer for four years and I did not like it. I just didn't care for it. I wasn't really a, I'm not a law enforcement kind of guy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty laid back and pretty relaxed and I just don't have the um, the mental acuity and fortitude to be a police officer. It, I just don't, it just doesn't really do it for me. So when I get out, I ended up staying with my parents for a short period of time. And I learned I, I was a dishwasher. And then I managed to get a job uh, working for a financial company as a debt collector. And it paid a little bit more, but at least I wasn't in Greece all day. And after that, I worked with that financial company and I worked my way up to a loan officer and then a loan manager and then the assistant manager, and then I got to the store manager. In all, that probably took, I think, six or seven years. From there, I finally made the transition over into a jewelry salesperson because I moved and they didn't have any financial companies and I couldn't get hired anywhere working for a bank or financial institution. But I I had a good gift of gab and I I could sell myself decent and I was a good interview and I clean up pretty good. So I ended up selling jewelry part-time and then full-time. And then after a couple of years, I became an assistant manager. And after two years of that, I became a store manager. And after that, I got three promotions to the largest store in the district. Why? 
Well, I don't get all these promotions out of luck. It's because whatever I do, I work very hard at. I set a goal and I work towards it. After all that, I finally got my into my career of computer engineer. And I did that without a degree. I just had some personal use with Linux. And from that, I got a very low paying, but entry level job in computers. And there over the next decade, I worked my way up and I, I got uh, learning under my belt and I got a promotion and I worked all the way up until two years ago where I quit. So my point is that we don't always start where we think we're going to start. We don't always land where we think we're going to land. You can't work it out like that. So the first thing you do, follow my advice, just get a, get a decent job. One that at least puts enough money in your pocket. You can pay your bills, you can survive, and you can save a little bit. And then figure out what you want to do. And once you've figured out what you want to do and what direction you want to go in, then move in that direction. Now, you, you talk about learning to weld, and I don't know where you live. There's... um. There's so many countries and there's so many, I mean, to, to get a welding job here in the United States is completely different than trying to get a welding job, say, in the Philippines. So since I don't know where you live, I can't talk to that too much. But what I can tell you is if you go to a construction site and look for jobs, you'll at least, construction usually pays at least in, in most areas pretty well, unless you're in Southeast Asia. I don't think it pays very well there. But you can get into construction. From construction, you can start learning about building, about materials, about, um, uh, you can, and you can build your resume. You, you get a little bit of resume built underneath you. And then again, with your welding thing, just walk around to fabrication shops, walking around to, um, to, to chop shops. You know, if they're, if they need to tear down cars, uh, they, a lot of times can use a torch to, to just cut metal and pull it apart. From there, you, probably somebody at that shop knows how to weld and might be able to show you something. You know, it's it's hard for me to say exactly because I don't know your situation. But but again, it's all going to to boil down to you have to love yourself first, and you don't. So you're never going to earn the love of a woman. You're never going to earn the love of friends if you don't love yourself. So you still have to improve yourself first. So don't worry about anything else until you get your, yourself going on the right path in life. Now, once you've done that and you say, you know, I've got a decent job. I like what I'm doing. It may not be my forever job, but I like what I'm doing. I'm going to the gym. I'm a little healthier. I've got a couple of friends. I've got some hobbies. Things are going good. You'll know you're ready to meet a girl when you don't need a girl. You'll, you're, you'll know when you're in a good place in your life when you don't think about being in a good place in your life. When you just say, you know, everything's good. Everything's good and I'm happy just the way things are right now. That's when you know when you're ready. At that point, you know, again, and if you're a millennial, you're going to be at least under the age of 30, I would assume. Um, at that point in time, then you can start thinking about um, about perhaps dating and, and, and getting into a serious relationship, maybe finding a long-term girlfriend. It's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be tough, especially the way society is. And there's a million different ways you can, you can meet somebody. But um, you, I think you've got too far for me to really drill down into that. You've got a lot of work ahead of you before you're going to be in a place to even worry about a girlfriend. And you don't have to start. And I know you want one and you can casually date. Um, but if you don't know how to get there, getting the job, getting the goals, getting the hobbies, getting some guy friends, going out and socializing is going to get you in a place where you can at least interact with girls. 
Don't worry about getting one. Don't worry about dating one. Don't worry about making one a girlfriend. Just interact with them. Get to where you can comfortably interact with women, where you can be friends with women. And and again, don't worry about dating. Just be comfortable around them. Be yourself. And if you if you have enough to offer somebody, as in you're a nice person, they enjoy their time with you, you've, you've gone to the gym and you're in pretty good shape and, and you're doing okay, you will find that women will show interest in you. If you find they show no you if you find they show you no interest and you always feel like you're chasing, then you don't have enough to offer. When you've got things going together well and things are going along well in your life, women will start chasing after you. And that's when you know it's time to get a girlfriend. So keep listening to these other episodes. You know, this one may not answer every question you have, but as we as we put more, as I put more of these out, Hopefully it'll kind of give you a roundabout way of, of making this happen for you. Guys, I'll leave it there. If you'd like to support my work, links are below. Thank you for all of you that have. And uh, check out my next episode, my next Q&A answer episode. I'll have it out here shortly for you. Guys, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, the smart warrior avoids the battle. Mm-hmm.